Yo, 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 what is going on, everybody? <laughs> Did you add Got one? That fourth yo, because you already know. Welcome to the Max and Juan cast. And you know it can't be the Max and Juan cast without my good old co-host. Yo, yo. That's all I got. <laughs> I, don't got four. I don't got three. I don't got four. I got two. Oh, what up? What's up? Oh, what up, Juan? That's Max. I know you happy. Let's, let's get into it, man. Let's go. Big dubs in the mother freaking chat. Let's get it. Oh, man, it's a glorious night right now, man. Look, anybody who's going to automatically be like, why is fucking Juan always happy when the Raiders win, but he's so sad? Let me have my freaking glory, bro. This is what sports are about, man. You're happy your team wins. You're freaking pissed off when they lose. But I, my mic's lagging. My pitcher's lagging. But you know what? The Raiders ain't lagging. And I'm just, I don't know, bro. I'd be lost for words at times. How did you feel about uh, this weekend? It didn't end off too good as far as, like, the game-wise, even though it went into OT. How did you feel about the weekend, Max? I feel like it's just been a very stressful weekend. And we had a lot of recording on Saturday. We had the NBA stuff. We got that little thing that's, like, in store for people that they don't know about yet that we low-key got going. (laughs) Today was so much football for me, man. I was like, I was recording stuff. I was, I was editing stuff. I was trying to be like you, but not you. Raiders wanna be dog. You was cutting. All right, cut, dog. I'm a surgeon. You the cut, hey dog. It's all good. You could be the fucking best cutter in the world, bro. (laughs) Senior cuts over here, but it was a good weekend of football. But there was some underwhelming moments, I would say. And there, it seems like this week wasn't as good as a lot of other weeks. And I feel like I've every I've said every week, like this is the best week. This week was yeah. not the best week. It was kind of lame. It was underwhelming. And it, the Gruden really stuff was. still is still is around. Yeah. But uh let's let's speed through Thursday night football because you know that's the last uh the last mm-hmm. time people mm-hmm. saw us. We gotta talk yeah, about I wasn't that. even Look, Thursday night football for me was like the second thing. I was watching Dodgers Giants game five. It was a great Dodgers great game. Loki lost their way these first two in Atlanta. But the Eagles, we love getting down twenty, bro, and playing. Yeah. We love to come back, and even though we never come back, we suck. We suck. Don't take you Eagle. Think fans you guys out suck there. that much, dog? We only get good when like we're down by twenty. We can't score before then. <laughs> we had 50 passing yards the first half. I don't think you guys suck, Max. I, I think you guys just, you know, rebuilding team could be a lot worse. You could be the Detroit Lions. I feel like the Detroit Lions have had, other than not winning a game, they've had like good, they've had five competitive games or four competitive games. We've had two competitive games. Everything else, we've been kind of clapped. No. Like we're the kings right now of getting those garbage time touchdowns, to me. Right. Well, let's move on from the Eagles. Um, what game should we hit next? Let's. You know what? I really want to talk about the Ravens and the Chargers because oh, this went in. Yeah, this went into one of the games of the week. Herbert, man. Uh. Looked human. His Q. Look at his QBR, Max. Eighteen point six. Yeah, that is uh, that is the Chargers' bro. problems showed today. They got their asses kicked in the trenches, both sides of the ball. The Ravens' defense was teeing off on Herbert. They were going for it on fourth down in the second quarter because the game was like that much out of reach. It was like twenty-four to seven. 
uh, Brandon Stanley needs to go back to the drawing board and like try to do something to help this run defense. It's so bad. I think it was it was um you were alluding to it before the podcast off the air. Uh it's more like the trenches. That's where they struggle. It's stopping the run, it's running the ball, and kind of, you know, protecting Herbert. I know he only got sacked twice this game, yeah, but didn't you feel like he was that. under duress? Oh, all game long. All game long he was getting hit. They also did some stupid crap where they were like, trying to go after Marlon Humphrey on fourth down and run a little like curl. And yeah. one time they did it with Jalen Guyton. I'm like, why are you matching up Jalen Guyton with Marlon Humphrey? Like, I don't think that's a winnable matchup for him. And it wasn't. Like, Chargers aren't dead. They had a bad week. The Ravens are a tough matchup for them. They need to go back to the drawing board, though, and kind of see, hey, we need to help Herbert a little more. And on defense, we need to be tougher. But they don't really have the big people. Baltimore's a big-ass team. They like we gonna maul you. We gonna get our hands on you. And they're a speed team, the Chargers, and they just didn't match. Power won that game. You know what though? What does this say about the Ravens? Because look, in a game that you dominate thirty-four to six, and Lamar Jackson has less than two hundred yards passing, and he has less than a hundred yards rushing, like that means the team is lifting him up. Like he doesn't even at at this point they he didn't have to play amazing today for them to amazing. to look good. He, he wasn't amazing. He was just he was whatever. He was like he was. I, I would say he was efficient. Yeah, exactly. He was efficient. He didn't really jump off the stat sheet. He wasn't doing anything on the field. I was like that's spectacular. He's like I'm just gonna take my little dink and dunks, gonna run the ball here and there. I'm gonna hand it off, and we're just gonna move the ball up and down the field on the Chargers. Yeah. Look, I'm I'm feeling so good, Max, about my Super Bowl pick, the Baltimore Ravens. Remember, they're, they're my dark horse. They're coming together. They're coming together. The injuries still. Le'Veon Bell's the ugliest running back in the league with that number 17 jersey. But they're putting like they're coming together at the right time. That's all it really takes sometimes in the NFL. And they're getting healthy too. They got Bateman back. Defense looks good. Ravens are rolling, Juan. They are rolling. Yeah. Are they the best team in the AFC? No, Buffalo's still there. We haven't seen Buffalo. Obviously, they play Monday night. Are they the second? No, I'd say they're better than the Chiefs right now. Yeah, they're rolling. Well, let's get into the Chiefs, man. I think that's a good place to start. The Chiefs actually won today. Started <laughs> off rough. Uh, final score, 31-13. to 13. Uh, this game was a lot closer than than the score says. To be honest, in the second half, the Chiefs just poured it on. Um, I'm gonna say this: this score at halftime, I, I believe it was thirteen to ten, Washington. This game should have been twenty-one nothing. Football team at halftime. The way Patrick Mahomes had one of the worst plays of the weekend when he. Took a bad snap, threw it straight up in the air to try to save the field. He's kind of trying to do too much at times, wouldn't you agree? I completely agree. In the first half, he was trying to do way, way, way too much, man. It, this is what four straight weeks already. I felt like this, and we're talking about it last week against Buffalo, and how we went on a rant about Kansas City, where just like, dude, stop trying to be Mister Heroic, stop trying to do all this flashy stuff. You know, throw the ball regular, but you know, you know who he reminds me of one? He kind of reminds me of Deshaun Watson, where every play is the last play of the game for him. And it's like, yeah. we're gonna go out there, I'm gonna give it all this one play. And sometimes it's like, hey, just get just go down right here. Like Carson Wentz, same thing. He was the type of guy where he never gave up on a play and it, it ended up costing him a lot. Yeah. And Washington football team. Cam Newton. Uh, did you see? I, Chase Young had a cool face mask in honor of Sean Taylor. That's a great moment of um, just NFL history, right? Just Sean Taylor being yeah. honored. And what, um, who did you tell me? Jack, what's his name? What's what's the baby Mahomes? Oh, uh, Jack Mahomes. Yeah, don't dance on the field. Yeah, he's an idiot. I'm gonna <laughs> say this. I'm 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 gonna say this about Washington. Um, I. Sean Taylor, amazing. One of the, one of the most 
you know, hard hitting safeties I've ever seen. Uh, tragic, tragic, you know, situation on what happened to him. All, you know, love and respect towards Sean Taylor. Uh, I think it's complete BS that Washington did this, though. Um, what do you mean? I found out that this wasn't even planned by Washington, first of all, to retire Sean Taylor's number. Um, it was not planned at all. It was announced literally a week before the game. And That's odd. Yeah, and it's very odd when you have allegations coming out involving your football team and your owner, and this comes out. And I, I, I just think their their organization is a big ass fraud. It is. That's and, insane to me. I've never heard of such thing. They always, now you can go to the Lakers schedule and it's like, okay, we got Kobe bobblehead night, forty first home game of the year. Like it's planned out that intent, like with that much intent, right? And this might have just been a farce, or maybe kind of want to believe they had good intentions behind it. But when you put it like that, that's very odd. Like I said, are they a team nothing... that numbers? Are they really a team that does that? Yeah. I look for for an example, Max. Um, the New York Giants, they just retired. Oh, Eli. Yeah, Eli and I think Shrahan. Mm-hmm. Those were planned out before the season. You know, those those are already on the calendar. The fans know. I just find it very odd that Washington was in these allegations, especially with the John Gruden situation. You know, receiving those emails there with their owner and you know all that with um, Bruce Allen and Dan Snyder, whatever. I find it very odd that they did that. I just think they're just like a real slimy, like organization, bro. They've always been. You know, they're always trying. Like Dan Snyder's just always been like that. And I just, I think it's a big ass fraud. Nothing to do with the players. Nothing to do with the coaches. Completely aside, I'm talking about literally the ownership of the team. I think it's bull. They're trying to sell something to the fans and get the attention off of them like that. And I think it's very disrespectful to do that towards a guy like Sean Taylor. Give him his respect and have it already set up like that. Yeah, don't half-ass it. Exactly. But that's just my opinion. Uh, Are the Chiefs back after after this win? Still have issues. Agree. Mahomes is running for his life again. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the game I obviously watched. The Las Vegas Raiders, Max, win 34-10 against the Denver Broncos. We both kind of called it. We both were on the Raiders hard about this. We're like, I think this is going to galvanize the team. They said it after the fact that all this John Green stuff kind of brought us closer. You know what, though? No one expected this. People expected a win. Everyone thought it was going to be close, though. Did we think it was going to be close? Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look it up. Keep talking. I'm going to say this about the Raiders, and specifically Derek Carr. Uh, I was telling my brother this when we were watching the game. I'm fully confident that this is the best game I have ever seen from Derek Carr. Start to finish. I don't care what his numbers were. As you look at on the screen for the, for our, our YouTube audience, 18 for 27, 341 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Those two sacks, they weren't even legit sacks. They were He's running out of the pocket. He got a zero gain and counted as a sack. And an 85.2 passer rating. Nothing amazing, I know. But if you look at the eye test from start to finish, he was the leader out there. He was cool. He was calm. He was collective. He made big play after big play. I'm pretty sure I've seen a stat today. This is the most air yards he's ever thrown for in his career, like by a mile. He's been and he was just, considered a he, check down Charlie, which hasn't always been fair to him. No, not at all. Today he was slinging the ball all over the place. Big plays to Henry Ruggs. Big plays to Kenyon Drake. Uh, with the game kind of like in the balance to seal it, there was a big third down. We winded up getting a penalty. It was third and long. Single coverage with Brian Edwards. Drops it bread in the basket on Brian Edwards. And 
you know, it goes back to what I was saying earlier in the week. I feel so sorry for Derek Carr because this organization hasn't done him any good. And all he is is a positive outlet for the Raiders. Constant, day after day after day. You don't have to worry about Derek Carr getting into some stupid shit or saying something dumb. He goes out there. He wants to be a Raider. He's a leader. Like... I'm I, I I just don't want to hear anything negative about Derek Carr anymore as far as like he's a bad quarterback. You can talk all you want saying he's not elite, you know, or we have to see him playing a big game for him to get his accolades up, whatever the case is. I think this whole thing about him not being a good quarterback should be squashed by now. And he showed that today on the field. It was his best game of his career, in my opinion. And I've watched every single snap of Derek Carr's career. The Raiders have a long road ahead of them. You're 100% right about Derek Carr. It's going to be interesting to see how in the coming weeks they respond to this and kind of see what Mark Davis does. Do they start to look for a new coach? Maybe Urban Meyer's up when he gets fired from Jacksonville. But maybe he'll keep his job because they just got their first win today. Yeah. And I'm sorry, bro. My my, I don't know what's acting up with my webcam, but I'm really de- debating if I should go go to the the shitty webcam. I think it's only of- right, dog. It's only right. <laughs> Here, let me switch it real quick. But um, say what you game want to- you want to go to next, man. Whatever Let's go to game. the Jags and Dolphins. This is gonna bring me to my teabag team of the week. You can cue that up in just a moment. I know you're doing your thing. Yeah. To a tongue of I love, we gotta can we spend three minutes talking about how much of a bum he is? And when I say bum, I mean just he made a very bumish decision. He's obviously not the worst quarterback in football, but when you get taken at what was it five, you just gotta be better than that. And I wish we could show the pick or the YouTube Illuminati would get us. That had to be, I think, the most egregious pick of the weekend. It was that bad. Um, it was so bad. In fact, my co-host doesn't even want to show his face. <laughs> That's how bad it was. Oh, there he is. No, how bad hey, was it, Juan? How bad was two I, in this game? Uh, I haven't watched the full game. I'll I'll give you that. It was early in the morning. I, I think all of our West Coast guys, unless you had work in the morning, uh, you were not getting up for this game. I, I literally woke up. That was the first thing I seen from this game was to a throwing that pick. And I was like, oh, my God, that's awful. Like, that's terrible. Um, right, I got to go back. You can't throw it over him or what? Like, you don't have that yeah. much arm strength? Yeah. Um, terrible. It's absolutely terrible, bro. Um, the Dolphins are dead. They're dead. They're t- they're just dead tuna fish, bro. Can you hit the graphic real quick? The T-back <laughs> team of the week. Because, yeah. man, I like Brian Flores. I don't think he's the problem. I think the roster is just – they overperformed last year. The defense still has moments. But the offense is putrid. It's disgusting. They're teabags. They're a teabag team of the week. There's no way to say it. Most definitely, bro. Do they have any shots at resurrect? Like, what? where do the Dolphins go from here, Max? You got to just see Tua. It's all that matters. This whole season is – is two of the guy. If he's not, let's go get Deshaun Watson. And I'm looking at their schedule. They play the Falcons next week, and then they play the Bills and the Texans. So if you can get two out of those three games, you maybe have a chance to do something. But I don't even have faith in them beating the Texans right now. The Texans have kind of looked better than them. I know they had a close game against the Jaguars, but one, how good are the Jaguars? This game was <laughs> awful to watch. I watched the whole second half. Really? It's just bad football. Trevor Lawrence looked good. It's just bad football, man. It's like if, pick your fumble there, pick. If you're a Tua supporter and you're trying to defend him, what's wh- how do you defend Tua? I don't know. I don't know how to defend what he did. Does he doesn't make any power throws? He doesn't make any game changing throws. He has good accuracy in the short and the intermediate intermediary, but when it like takes, hey, I need to throw this ball with a little zip on it to get that into a tight window, he can't do it. To me, if he's on the Saints and they have a stacked offense, he'll be good. He'll be just as good as Drew Brees. Really? Maybe. 
I don't even know if that's true. I just think I see similar. I just see similar stuff because it's just short accuracy and like somewhat decent decision making. But when he doesn't have a lot to work with, which Dolphins don't, and I will say that for him, the O line's bad. Receivers aren't that good. But man, you just do stupid shit all the time. This is what scares me right here: the the rushing for the Miami Dolphins. This wasn't a blowout by any account. It was twenty to twenty three. And he only ran the ball for 77 yards. And Tua was two yards short of tying your your leader in rush yards. That's that's pathetic. You that can't happen. That absolutely can't happen. Um I don't know. I, I think they gotta they gotta pull the trigger on Deshaun Watson. It may not be this season. You know, because their season's going down the drain. There's no reason why you should trade for a guy right now because I think he's going to cost a little bit more now than what he is in the offseason if you wind up waiting it out. But like you said, Tua's not the guy. He doesn't have an arm. He can't push the ball downfield. elevate the receivers, man. He Yeah. Jalen Waddle's a great deep threat. He's never going to be able to take advantage of him. Yeah. And – We'll say this. They need to improve the team around them, too. It's not just on Tua. It's the whole team, but he's a big problem. Yeah. Yeah, with... I mean, they were kind of building it, though. Their run game really took a hit this year. They weren't that bad running the, the football last year because this team going into this year, Max, it's probably one of the most disappointing teams of 2021. It might so be far. the most. Yeah, they might be the biggest T-back team of the week just because they had the high draft pick. Who'd they take this year? Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle and Jalen Phillips, right? Yeah. I haven't seen nothing from Jalen Phillips. Gregory Rousseau looks like the guy from the Miami team. And Jalen Waddle, I think he's been good. He had two touchdowns today, but it's just all short. It's not like explosive plays. I still have faith in the Dolphins going forward because they have a lot of capital. Brian Flores, I have faith in him. But they need to improve the roster. They they threw some money around. They threw money at Will Fuller. He's hurt. Was that smart? Maybe you get a running back. <laughs> like I don't know how you don't have a good running back in today's NFL. I think they really had faith in Miles Gaskins, but he. I think it's a combination of their O line. Their O line is their weakest core of their football team. It's not even mm-hmm. close. It's probably quarterbacks next, but. At least they got some depth at quarterback. They got Jacoby Brissett. But <laughs> but their O-line, it, it's it's awful. Um, a guy who got drafted uh, a couple – I think it was last year. He was a rookie. Um, Austin Jackson, a guy at a USC. He has not been developing at all. He is terrible. They That's just took guy Liam Eikenberg, too. Good. They took Liam Eikenberg from uh, Notre Dame. We watched film on him. Yeah. He looked like he was going to be an okay prospect, but like you said, there's just no development on the interior line. The defense has good parts to it, but yeah. I feel like it's hard to play defense when you they never move the ball. Right. And it's and it's like that's where we had the faith in the Dolphins where like, okay, Tua and the offense just have to be you Not know, Alex Smith. No, 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 like Alex Smith like. Like, you know, game manage it. And they're so good on defense to the point where they they score on defense. They get points. That's yeah, how but talented that hasn't their been there that year, this year too. Yeah, not Take like last year. Path. Yeah, exactly. Maybe that was unrealistic to expect. Yeah, most definitely. But very disappointing for the Miami Dolphins. Congratulations to the Jaguars. Twenty. Why didn't you get in that pick right, baby? Urban Myers. He's having a hell of a week, man. John Gruden gets all the heat right now from getting fired. He was not the first head coach to get fired. Goes to London, basically a home game for these fucking Jaguars because that's all they know. They should just literally move the Jaguars to London, Max, because they feel right at home. (laughs) I'm going to say Urban's getting grinded on right now for that win. (laughs) But let's move on. I don't want to say something to get me more in trouble than I probably already am. Oh, my goodness. All right. Let's move on to a game that we had high hopes for. Um, winding up being another blowout, man. Two games of the week that we thought with Arizona and Cleveland and the Chargers and, and the Ravens, both blowouts. Uh, let's go to this game. Final score, 37-14. Uh, Cleveland. Really? 
It really should be seven one. That one of those touchdowns is a hail mary. Yeah, true. And they didn't have Cliff Kingsbury. I was like, when they said Cliff Kingsbury wasn't going to be there, I picked the Cardinals. You picked Cleveland. I was like, ah oh, man, I feel like that's going to really hurt them. Yeah. But no, you know what? They though? just clapped them up. Baker's not the best Oklahoma quarterback in the league. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> um, I don't think this. This really does speak volume to Baker and Odell, if anyone. But I don't think this says a lot about this Cleveland team, to be honest. I think what they do best, Max, is run the ball. And number one, they were they were missing Nick Chubb, first of all. I know Kareem Hunt is good, but he was banged up himself in this game. And I don't know if you know this, but their entire left side of their offensive line didn't play. Jedrick yeah, Wills didn't play. for them. They like yeah. kind of I felt like they kind of threw in the towel before the game started. Yeah. Most definitely. And it was just, you know, it was just a bad start for for Cleveland, man. Um Arizona is just they're playing with extreme confidence, bro. It's really it's really death by a hundred needles with them. They have so many ways <laughs> to beat you on offense. Death I'm telling by you, a hundred needles. I don't think yes. that's the. Exp- I, you mean death by a hundred cuts? No, death by a hundred needles. I I like it. Let's let's go. It's let's vaccine it. time, bro. Come on, it's all you right. Coin it. Coin <laughs> it. Let's go. But, that's the next one is them. But we keep on saying this with the Cardinals, Max. All these weapons. It's like once you stop DeAndre Hopkins, then you got to stop a guy like Rondell Moore. You got to deal with Rondell Moore. Then you got to deal with A.J. Green. Like, A.J. Green's all of a sudden had a resurrection of his freaking career. Rose up from the dead from Cincinnati. Everyone thought he was done. And you stop all those guys, and then Kyler scrambles for 25 yards. Exactly. And then all of a sudden, they have this great balance of these dual backs. They have smash and dash. That's what they have. Edmonds is the dash dude. That can catch the ball out of the backfield, little scat back, and then they got the bruiser and Connor. Like when the game winds up turning a certain way, like it did today, like they get an early early lead, they start just giving it to Connor, dude. Sixteen carries today, seventy one yards. Those are all important drives, just milking the clock. And I, I I'm shocked, dude, because I didn't think the Cardinals. We're gonna win this game like this, they, and I thought if they were gonna win it, it was gonna be close. They imposed their will on Cleveland. Yeah, the, and we gotta give props to the Cardinals defense. They gave up seven points in a hell mary. Yeah, they Isaiah Simmons looks good. Buddha Baker's Buddha Baker, Chandler Jones. I like how Byron Murphy's playing. Byron Murphy seems like he's getting better every single week. Arizona is a team to beat right now. They're not. I don't think they're the best team. But they're playing the best football right now. They need to they need to be tested. And I think we're gonna get a test pretty soon. I'm gonna pull up their schedule. I'm just curious to see who they play. Yeah, I'll put it up on the screen too while you look that up. See so we can get to it faster. Ha ha, I got it. They play the Texans. That's not a test. But then on <laughs> Thursday night football, they play the Packers. Yeah. That'll be fun, hopefully. And they got Frisco. Maybe Frisco gets shit together by then. Panthers might be healthy. Seahawks are dead team walking. Right. Maybe that's a good transition. I mean, look Sunday night game. Yeah, but their their schedule looks pretty, you know, good for the most part. I mm-hmm. I literally only see about three tests max. I see Dallas. Are they fools gold? Who? Cardinals? Arizona. I don't think so, man. I think if they're fools gold, you lose this game. I need to see it against a team that's like rolling. If they if they played when they play Dallas and if both teams are rolling, that's going to be the one. Right. So, so you, you said you wanted to, to go to Dallas? No, let's go to Pittsburgh real quick, and then we'll hit Dallas. Because this game, yeah. like we said, oh, I bet when they scheduled it, they were hyped. Russell versus Big Ben. <laughs> this game would have been better. Geno versus Dwayne Haskins. Geno Smith just fumbled the game away. You got to know better than that. It literally put my co-host to sleep, according to him. It did. I'm not I trying to throw asleep. you under the bus. I fell asleep. Max, text me. And, uh, you know, before we were like, what time you want to do the show or whatever. And I'm just like, yeah, let's do it when the score gets out of hand. And the score didn't get out of hand. The Seahawks came back in that in that second half and drove right down the field. And after I seen that Alex Collins touchdown, I fell asleep. 
Um, <laughs> it, I mean, this this game, what what it comes down to, to me is Pittsburgh still shitty on offense, and Geno Smith is Geno Smith. We've seen this in New York for the Jets. Love the fact that he stayed in the league. I love the fact that like he's Russ's backup. You know, Seattle trusts him. Whatever, blah blah blah. Second chances has been in the league for so long, but this is what we've seen in New York. He will be in these close games. He will play decent enough, make enough plays to be there at the end. But what happens on a crucial play? He winds up turning over the football, whether it's a fumble or an interception. It's typical Geno Smith. I was impressed the Seahawks started to show some signs of life after the first half. But in the back of my head, I I just thought there was no way Pittsburgh's going to lose this game. Yeah, I just really didn't think so. Pittsburgh still doesn't look good on offense. No. They weren't really moving the ball on the worst defense in football. And I just want to say this to one extent and make you smile. They There was a play where Jamal Adams had the ball thrown off his chest and he didn't catch it. Yeah, Jamal Adams is disappointing me, man. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Jamal Adams. I'm a Jamal Adams, uh, what, what like say? apologist, like you yeah, him? a supporter. I support the dude. Uh, a lot of he got a lot of flack for for getting that contract, but you know my whole thing with him is like he's a different type of player. You know, he's more around the box. He's not your typical safety, and the job that he does, he does it you know, very, very good. You know, like not all safeties have to be Earl Thomas and be a ball hawk. Like Cam Chancellor imposed his will on defenses and he was feared, you know. Why is Jamal's contract bad? He signed a four-year $70 million contract. That's cheap for an edge rusher. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly my point. Shots fired. I'm not. (laughs) I'm just saying it's a bargain. So Bar- yeah. Khalil Mack got six for 150. But looking at what you can pay safeties, Max, it's a lot of money. <laughs> he's not a safety. I know, but he's like he's, a football player, you know? He's a safety. <laughs> it's like, what, what, did, what did Herm Edwards used to say about Tim Tebow? He's a great football player. Can't play quarterback, yeah. but he's a great football player. He's a great player. <laughs> can't play safety. I'm just saying, he's great. Yeah, I like so- Jamal Adams, too. I like him, too, man. I just wanted to do good. I want to. Everyone to start liking him, man. Because when he was on the Jets, everyone loved him. Yeah. No one everyone had anything bad Jamal to say Adams. about him. Yeah, so I don't trust Pittsburgh still. Seattle's probably dead in the water. Yeah. Uh, let's no look Russ, at their schedule. No life. Let's Because what? They get Russ in what? Eight weeks? Six to eight weeks, bearing a miracle. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, let's see who they play next. They, they might go on a little losing streak right here. So they play New Orleans next week on Monday Night Football. Play Jacksonville. That's a gimme. Uh, Green Bay, Arizona, Washington, San Francisco, Houston. Uh, I mean, they could rise from the dead. The bad news is is that they play in the NFC, and they're definitely not winning their division. They're definitely out from winning their division. No, I sure. think if they if they don't win their division, I don't think they're going to get a wild card. So yeah, Arizona might be the first. Excuse me, the uh, Seahawks might be the first team we just knock a call dead. <laughs> Maybe two more. If they get two more, bro, I'm saying it. Really? Let's go to Jacksonville and Dolphins are both dead. But like a team we actually thought would be good. Yeah, then Jets are probably dead too. Um, let's move on to a team that a lot of people thought they were dead. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts bounced back in a big way. Lost a heartbreaker on Monday Night Football. They beat the Houston Texans 31 to three. Uh, Carson Wentz, your boy, man. Look, he looks back. These last two games have been a great sign. Jalen Hurts isn't the only problem with the Eagles. I'm just asking for a friend because Carson Wentz was our only issue, but now he's doing pretty good. He what do you have? 11 completions for 200 yards. It's insane, man. I like the way they played. I like the way they played Monday night. I like the way they play, man. I want the Colts to be a good team. I like the Colts even before Carson Wentz got there. Jonathan Taylor had a big day. The defense kicked ass. That's what the defense Ooh. needs to do on a consistent basis. I know it's Houston, but they haven't been as bad as we thought. They were bad today, though. Yeah. T.Y., did you mention T.Y.'s back? T.Y. came back. It was good. Yeah, 80 yards, four catches. 
Uh, they need him, man, in a big way. Uh, their defense, your boy Okariki, 14 tackles, man. I, I think – I. No, but uh, you you like Oriki. I I mean I just know I, how to I pronounce can't say his Oki, name. What's his name? Oriki. I can't Okariki. say his name right half the time. <laughs> uh, did your boy did, did your boy Moore get a pick? I don't think so, man. No, he, he, he was around one. He was. I mean, you got some time. You got an extra game. <laughs> he does have an extra game, but um, let's look at let's look at uh Indianapolis schedule. See who they got, because they are definitely not dead for their division. No, you they, cannot they, trust they the gotta, They got to beat the Titans. Ooh, they got Frisco Sunday Night Football, Tennessee Jets. Oh, wait, God. are they, they in Frisco for that game? Yeah, they got Frisco. two Sunday Night Football games. Jeez, at home. They sorry for that. <laughs> Tampa, uh, they got the Bills in Tampa. Yeah. Yeah, their their schedule gets That's pretty tough in, in the, the NFL did them no justice, man. They were just like, here's a tough matchup. Right. I mean, Jeez. it's only right though. They 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 get to play New York and then Jacksonville before they play Buffalo and Tampa Bay. That's true. This is where, you know, this little chunk right here, Tennessee through Houston is going to really decide. They're going to have to steal a game against the Bills or the Bucks. They're going right. to have to win one of those games. Exactly. Uh, let's move on to what what game do you want to talk Why about? Let me go to the game of the week. Cowboys. Ooh, this one was a great game, too. Oh uh, what gosh. was your thoughts on this one? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. What, what the happened? heck was happening? Whatever. Dak Prescott fumbles on the <laughs> two-yard line, right? One-yard line? Yeah, the, the goal line, basically. The goal line. Trayvon Diggs, pick six. Trayvon Diggs, burnt. It wasn't really his fault the touchdown got scored. It was just a bad play by the safety, too. They take the lead. In between that, there was a missed field goal by Dallas. Then Dallas comes back and kicks a field goal. They get a stop, and then they drive down C.D. Lamb, kills my boy Green Goblin. New England, he can only guard Amari Cooper and shut him down. He can't guard other good receivers. Come on. <laughs> and that's it was crazy, dude. I couldn't believe it. And that was New England's longest play from scrimmage the whole year. What a time to get a play like that. I know Mac Jones played, you know, decently. But it was so funny when my brother said he was like, uh, no Mac, all cheese. For Mac Jones, you so, didn't like his performance. <laughs> he was talking about when he threw that pick. Oh, you know? oh that, yeah, when that's kind of on him and the receiver. Yeah, a little bit. I felt like. Uh, like what I come away from this is me and you both called it. As far as like, we wouldn't be surprised if New England comes up to play in this game. They're in New England. Weird Bill shit Belichick. Happens. Weird shit happens in New England, yeah. man. But. I hate to say it, bro. You know how much I hate the Cowboys. I know how much you hate them, too. This is a great win for them. And I think if you wanted it any other way, this is more impressive than a blowout win. The way that they won it. Because they came back from adversity. It looked like they were done. Like, it was it was just an off day, like you said. So many penalties. Yeah, it's so like many the penalties. Raiders won that game when they had 15 yeah. penalties. Exactly. And... As a, as a football team like Dallas, who's going to have an easy schedule and skate their way to the playoffs most likely because of their division, you're going to need to have these adversity games. These that, tests. Yeah, like these tests because that's how you know who you got on your team. Like you know what you have. And they showed it, bro. They showed resilience. A big part is Dak Prescott. I mean, I – I'm talking about Derek Carr a lot. I think it's only right to talk about Dak Prescott in the same light. And I think he's I think he's a lot better than Derek Carr, if I'm being honest. This guy's he's legit. Uh me and Max gave him a lot of flack going into the season. I know we we kind of squashed that week one, but you know, it's only right to bring it up again. Like it wasn't flack though, it was kind of just concern about the Yeah, injuries. I mean the in the whole injury stuff and I think we need to give some credit to Mike McCarthy. We've both been critical of me especially. I'm not apologizing for anything I said last year. He looked like a joke. He looked like he was over his head. But he's got this team playing well. They're playing with confidence. 
they have the best receiver group in the NFL. Am I wrong? Yeah. yeah. Even when Gallup comes back, that'll even just make it better. Uh, can we spend one minute on Trayvon Diggs? Yeah. Is he the ultimate feast or famine corner? Because he doesn't play amazing coverage. I I like Trayvon Diggs. He's in good spots a lot of the time, but he's not no island corner. He'll yeah. give up yards. To me, he's like the next coming of Marcus Peters. <laughs> Is that a good comparison or am I off? Um, He's really young. He's really young. And I think when it comes to a certain point, teams are going to stop throwing to him. I think he does have some talent. And for now, I think it's just more like guys are just going to still trying to get him. I don't think it's Marcus Peters. Like, I think he he has the capability of being like an absolute shutdown corner. I just think I agree with that. Yeah. And I just think guys just keep on testing them. There's, I don't know if it's going to be next week. I don't know if it's going to, you know, take a couple more other picks. But at a certain point, you have to start not throwing to his side. Seven through six games. Also, he does play, and that whole defense plays a very aggressive brand of football that just kind of leaves him open for mistakes. Yeah. Like, they want him to jump routes. They're asking him to. So if he gets burnt, don't always say, hey, he doesn't know how to cover, guys. He's doing what he's asked. You know, you, you look back at a guy like Richard Sherman in his his career, and I'm not saying nowhere near like Trayvon Diggs is going to be Richard Sherman, but early in his career, the reason why Sherman was regarded as a really good corner at first is because so many people try to test him. So many people try to throw balls at him. That's why he had so many picks. You mm-hmm. know, that was the whole discussion about Revis and Sherman. It was like, and well, Sherman a- has so many more interceptions. And but, Sherman had a receiver receiving background too at Stanford. Like Diggs exactly. had one of that Bama. I think I think Trayvon Diggs has more touchdowns than his brother, Stefan Diggs. I might be wrong. This year, yeah, I saw his two <laughs> compared to one. I'm sure that won't keep up because Stefan Diggs is a monster. Yeah. But I mean, you gotta give him props for the interceptions. Uh like I was gonna say with Sherman later on in his career, when he really was in his prime, you can argue no one threw to his side and that's when he stopped getting interceptions. So who knows? I don't, I don't know. I got to watch a little bit more film on it. Uh, I know from just the, the gameplay that I watch like live. um, He's great at breaking on the ball, man. He's, you know, he's making, making the most out of his opportunities and he's finishing it off. Cause I mean, it's not easy to do that. It's not just like, Oh, he's getting lucky. You know, like you still got to have some talent. That's why I'm saying like, he has the talent to become a shutdown corner. And the picks are going to stop like that. But on the other side, Max, he can easily be the next Xavier Howard, who's been struggling Whoa. this year. Yeah, that's a good one. That's When I said Marcus Peters, I just want you to know, I was talking about a guy who gives up yards, but he just makes plays every now and then. Yeah. That's I just I don't think he's ultra. he's as ultra-aggressive like Peters. I agree. I think Peters with that. is on another level. Peters is just looking every t- every second sec- every second he got. Right. And I would say this when that Monday night game that opened off the season, or excuse me, that Thursday night game, it was Green Bay versus Seattle. Do you remember Sherman just standing? Remember they showed the clip and he's like, and he didn't yeah. get one ball thrown. Through. That's when there was like a good two to three years where no one threw on Sherman, right? Unless they elite had some quarterbacks too. Unless elite quarterbacks were like, yeah, I'm I'm not fucking with him. Like it's shut down. I think Tyler I forgot him. I don't know why that's like in my head. <laughs> uh so let me I'm looking at the games one. If you want to hit all of them, we still got the Packers and Bears, Bengals and Lions, and Rams and Giants. Let's hit the Packers it. and the Bears. Uh do you wanna oh and we got Carolina and the Vikings. Do you want to do that thing we were talking about or you want to just do the box scores? No, we'll do the box scores. It's fine. Let's do that. All right. Uh Green Bay Packers beat the Chicago Bears 24 to 14. Uh, apparently Aaron Rodgers still owns the Chicago Bears. No, he, do- he, he does. does. Just gonna double check. Rodgers. <laughs> Justin Fields, my guy. My guy Justin Fields was throwing the deepest balls. There he was what's that game called? Three flags up? Yeah. He was like, go and get this one, dude. I, I get it's a rookie mistake. I'm not too worried, but man, it's just funny. Like that wasn't a rookie outside. mistake, the first one. Which one? For for the offsides when they missed it? Uh, no, I think it's a rookie mistake is thinking he got it. 
Because I've never seen another quarterback do that, really. I mean, Rodgers does that. Yeah, but he don't throw picks. He throws he throws jump balls at that point. Yeah, but he literally threw it to the green. It was yeah, like he threw yards it a little away. bit too far, but yeah, I guess. And you. he did it again later in the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Matt Nagy, can you help this kid out, please? I still feel like they bubble wrapped this kid. I'm honestly what I'm saying they got Herbert, not the right Herbert. Hoybutt. Cool. Hey, I like Hoybutt. You like Khalil he Hoybutt? He's like my worst enemy because he has, like you said last week, he's like, you know, I hate Khalil Mack and then I hate Justin Herbert. So, like, he's a guy I should hate. But I like the way he runs, man. He you runs hard. Don't hate Khalil Mack. You want him back in your life. <laughs> he's your ex that won't. Hopefully, call with on John you. Gruden gone, he can come back. <laughs> it's the only thing that's good about this. <laughs> but, dude, I the Packers are on a roll, and I think it's safe to say, Max, that Week One was a fluke, right? Oh, absolutely. I just. I think we maybe overreacted, but part of it was a little warranted because Aaron Rodgers just got through just having the weirdest offseason in recent NFL history as a quarterback. That was part of it. Devontae Adams, any change of thoughts on him? He's still very good, but, man, that boy is slow. No, he's ice. Bro, I swear. Every game I see it, Max. And every time I think of you, bro, I'm always like, oh, yeah. Totally. Okay. He, he got on the corner. The corner like turned it up and was on him like that. <laughs> I, was, I was like, come on, dog. You act like every receiver takes that shit to the house, though. Like Tyree That's Kill the, gets caught sometimes. The elite ones do. The burners do. DK going to take it. Diggs going to take it. Tyree has got obviously. one touchdown, dog. That's all I want to know. All right. I like Devontae, <laughs> man. He's top five. He's just not one or two or three or four. Bullshit. Anyway, also, I don't understand how teams are just not doubling him every play. I think they <laughs> like, do, and he still fucking catches it. No way. Because <laughs> who else is getting open? Who's Lazard? Lizard? Hey, St. Brown and Lizard. I think they both got in the end zone, to be honest. <laughs> My boy Lizard. Uh, let's go to a game that went into overtime. Surprisingly good game. Um, Panthers came all the way back in this one. I thought the Vikings were going to win it, but the Panthers winded up getting that late field goal to t- or, or that touchdown to tie it up, and then they went to for the two point conversion, got it. Um, Vikings wind up coming out with the window, thirty four to twenty eight. Uh, Kirk Cousins, my guy, very very underrated year for Kirk Cousins. Nobody's noticing how good he's playing. I wouldn't say he's playing at an MVP level. But Kirk Cousins is having a very solid year. And, I mean, you should. You have Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. But he's been playing really solid, man. And Sam Darnold continues just to trend down. My guy had so much high praise for you. I literally think, Max, Sam Darnold's one of the main culprits on why the Carolina Panthers have lost three straight. Because it he continues. What's your big takeaway from this? Is it Darnold doing too much, or is it Darnold needs McCaffrey? They've they were a different offense with McCaffrey. But I, you Darnold's know what? I don't think so. Them in the foot, they. You know I what? Feel like I, Darnold's found a way to shoot them in the foot. Darnold, yeah, definitely he finds a way to shoot him in the foot. But even when McCaffrey was there, Max, they weren't putting up that many points. As it, I think the most amount of points that they had was on Thursday night football. And that was when he got hurt. Even the games that they were winning, it was more about their defense, you know, and controlling the ball, controlling the pace of the game. I don't see that with Darnold anymore. And yeah, like, I'm not saying Christian McCaffrey's like nowhere near like, oh, it doesn't matter if he plays or not. Yeah, he's definitely a positive and he's going to help out the team. But I don't think it it should make or break this this Carolina Panthers team right now. Sam Darnold is just not playing up to par. He's very inconsistent. Literally, the only good thing that we've seen from Sam Darnold was the last drive of the fourth quarter to get them in overtime. The Vikings it was a 98 yard drive. Vikings had their number all day. They, the O line's been kind of weak the last few 
games, in my opinion, for Carolina. They've been kind of getting exposed. But as an excuse, Darnold, he's he's turning the ball over too much. I feel like he kind of thinks he's bigger than what he is. He needs to play like he was the first couple weeks where he was kind of taking care of the ball. If they if he takes care of the ball and makes good decisions, he's still a really good quarterback. I still have faith Darnold's going to get it right. He's looked too good to me yeah. to think he's just like the Jets version of Darnold. Right. The last two games, he's been a little Jettish, but he's working out of his system. You know who the who the Vikings are reminding me of? They're kind of taking the place of kind of like the Detroit Lions with Matthew Stafford. What I'm thinking, like they have some weapons, they have the quarterback that puts up the big numbers. Probably the only difference is that they have a running back that can actually run the ball. But <laughs> they're that. always win- like they're putting up a lot of points, and you know their offense is going to be good, but. You know, they're you just can't they're trust still... them to win. Yeah, exactly. Th- that's how we felt about the Lions for years. And I'm kind of feeling like the Vikings are taking that spot. It's only right. They play in the NFC North. <laughs> I like that comparison. I just wish the Vikings had a little bit more talent on defense because the offense is good, man, especially when it's healthy. Madison and Cook are dynamic. The old line's good. Obviously, the receivers, they just. It just seems like they can't beat really good teams. That's what it seems like. And maybe they'll prove me wrong. They've had some heartbreaking losses, the Vikings. So they're, what, 3-3? Three and three. They easily could have been 0-5. and five, and They easily could have been 4-2. and two. So let's we'll see who the this. real Vikings are moving forward. Let, well, let's see, let's see a couple of the tests that they got coming up. You said that. So, look, yeah, the heartbreaking loss to Cincinnati. Heartbreaking loss to Arizona. Yeah. Beat Seattle. That was a close one with Cleveland. They only lost by a touchdown. Beat mm-hmm. Detroit, beat Carolina. Yeah, you can argue this team should be six and zero. Honestly, they really could. That's football that's, game. I mean, that's crazy to think about. Goals. They got Dallas next week, that's so they are for both teams. Yeah, they actually got a buy. So wow, Dallas and Minnesota buys next week. So they both got two weeks to prepare for each other. Then, man, yeah, we're gonna know how good the Vikings are. They're probably going to wind up losing some games. Dallas, Baltimore, uh, Chargers, Green Bay, San Francisco. That's brutal. Oh, my goodness. That's potentially one, two, three, four, five. Five playoff teams, if not four, because I'm counting San Francisco as one, but it's not really looking like it. (laughs) (laughs) We have two two games left. We got the Lions and Bengals, and we got the – uh, we just saw, man, my bad. Um, it's true. Blank Giants. Giants at Rams. Giants and Rams, man. Daniel Jones just regressed this game. It's not his fault. I feel like he's just really trying to do stuff. They lost Kadarius Tony or Tooney, yeah. and the Rams just whooped that ass. The Rams are a different league than them. Yeah, way different league. Uh, the Rams coming off of prepared week. Uh, not really much you can say right here. No Saquon. Yeah, no Saquon, just... no Galladay, no Tooney, battle, line play, injuries. Daniel Jones, I get he hasn't been great one, but I feel like a lot of this stuff's not lining up for him to look great. Is this low-key bad for the Giants? And I say this in a way that maybe like Daniel Jones is just really not the guy, even though, you know, he showed some signs. I feel like they season. can't figure out if he is, and that's even worse. Yeah, exactly. Like I'd this is gonna know. hurt them. I'd rather know than not know. Right. And that's that's what I'm getting to is like, is this gonna buy him another year because of all the dysfunctional around the roster? It might buy him. I might buy him another year, truthfully. I'd go I'd go with that. Yeah. And the Rams they anything continue, on them. They need to keep pace with the uh with the Cardinals. Most definitely. They're basically a game and a half away because as of right now, they don't own the tiebreaker. Uh, let's go to the last game that we haven't talked about, man. We're flying through these Bengals and Lions. The Bengals. How does Jamar Chase get behind people every game? Because they not so know he's fast. fast. He is fast. I would love to know his 40 if he would have ran. He ran, he ran a 4-3-3. Yeah, but in actual like oh, combine oh, yeah, setting. The, the com- What's that line in Gridiron Gang when he's like, he's fast? Not great on a game in the longest yard. He's like, he's yeah. fast. 
He makes he makes fast, fast guys, guys look not fast. Not fast. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Jamar yeah. Chase does. He's like two steps behind. Man, he's rookie of the year. I know Trevor Lawrence quarterback, but man, I've been there's no rookie who's impressed me more than Jamar Chase on the offensive yeah. side of the ball. Rayshon Slater. He's been good, but I like what yeah, I you feel can't like beat Jamar, out a receiver. Yeah, he's caught like six touchdowns and he just yeah. gets deep balls. And he he made a play today where Joe Mixon, they did a it was I a single back formation. They did one of those fake handoffs and the running back runs to the flat. Yeah. Joe Mixon catches it, no one around him. Jamar he's Chase like, winds up so fast he gets a block. I've he, seen it. But the thing is, there's receivers who could do that. They just don't. Yeah. And he didn't block him. He like buried him. It was awesome. I was like, that's that's a play. That's a winning play. That'll never show up in the stat sheet one, but that's the type of play. Because it's not a guarantee if he, he gets tackled at the 20, they might not score. Look, the Bengals are four and two, man. They're they did their job. Um, they have a chance to still win their division as crazy as it is. They haven't played Baltimore. I don't think and... they played anyone from their division, have they? Let's check. I'm pretty sure. I, I I think they played the the Steelers already. Yeah, they whooped on the Steelers' ass though. Yeah, they whooped. So they the played Steelers, Minnesota, they played Baltimore, and Cleveland. Yeah, they played Minnesota, Chicago, Pittsburgh, Jacksonville, Green Bay, Detroit, and they stood. They stood oh, tall with Green Bay. Yeah, they could be six. And I mean, the the Chicago game was bad on their part, but they should have beat the Packers. Right. Yeah, this look. The test starts next week. You get Baltimore at Baltimore. That's the bully. That's the bully right now. Just let alone take out that that Baltimore is looking like one of the best teams in the AFC, and they just whooped the shit out of the Chargers, who everyone is slobbering all over. Hi, I'm here. <laughs> Hello. Uh, they have been whooping the Bengals, Max, forever. Basically, especially ever since Lamar's got there, Lamar has destroyed the Cincinnati Bengals. So that's going to be a mental game for them. Kind of like how the Cardinals were against the Rams and the Niners. You know, this is a team that has whooped your ass time and time again. It's been ugly. Truthfully, I'm a little scared if I'm the Bengals because... Like what you just said, they've always whooped on us. They still got those big boys in the trenches. And if you could point to one thing on the Bengals' offense, that's not a good one. You could say the O line. Yeah. And Joe Burrow so important to this team. I feel like Joe Burrow hasn't got his fair shake just because one, he suffered a horrific injury, and two, Herbert's been good. Let me rephrase: Herbert's been better than Burrow, but I feel like Burrow's in Herbert's class of talent. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't have the big arm, but Burrow makes so many freaking plays, dude. I like Burrow. I feel like he slept on as a quarterback. Am I tripping? He, I mean, he is. Everyone kind of forgets that he was the number one overall pick. And rightfully so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I I think it's Herbert. It's Herbert. He's the one that's making the pick looking like, fuck, we could have had Herbert. But it's like Joe Burrow was the number one consensus pick. Everyone's acting like Herbert wasn't was like this big touted prospect. Everyone makes a mistake in the draft. Like no, every, he he was touted one, but he had his red flags, or he had. There his were kind of stupid red flags though, and you know, Some everyone like does me didn't believe him. People yeah. like you were like, I don't know, I like Tua. Exactly. Right. No, you didn't like Tua. I can't. I can't put that on you. No, I no. I, what, one thing with Herbert that I was worried about was. <laughs> Maybe the love of football aspect. That's what I was hearing. To quote but, you, didn't you say he's a weird shit? Yeah, he he was weird as shit. Because he was compared to a guy like Mariota, who was just this quirky kind of guy who just leads differently. You but I think you I, talk about I've your learned of QB like that. <laughs> I've I've learned I've learned to see that not every guy has to lead the same way. There's guys that get away with leading without being the vocal and like basic leader. Some guys just lead like from Lamar. example. Lamar's kind of like that. I don't think Lamar's what you kind of think as a leader. No, most definitely. That's a great example. And usually the those guys are on defense. Like a guy who I think who's uh 
not a verbal leader and won't say to any anyone in the locker room is a guy like Khalil Mack. I was but, gonna, I could have finished that sentence for you. I was like, <laughs> playing Khalil Mack. Yeah, like, Khalil I've been Mack. That I mean, since the Oakland he, days. Yeah, he's not vocal at all, and he's never going to call out anyone. But he just plays so well that he kind of holds yeah, guys and the, to a, and the, a standard. The practicing, the showing up uh, early, exactly. staying late, work ethic. Right. But no doubt. You know, Herbert. Herbert's one of those guys where if you have the talent, it's just juicing off of you. Guys are going to respond to you regardless, you know, as long as you're not an asshole. That's when it's a red flag, like a situation like uh, Jay Cutler. He's a guy losing oh with talent. Complete asshole, though. Dude, if Herbert was like smoked cigarettes and hated football, he'd be Herbert. I mean, he'd be Jay Cutler. He'll be Herbert. <laughs> sorry, I get you, I'm, it's time. I'm nah, sorry. Cutler. We did a lot of podcasting no. this weekend. Can I get a pass? <laughs> and we got no. we got the Lakers on Tuesday and their pickums on Wednesday. Look, man, that brings me to this. That's all the games. We appreciate you guys rocking with us. Make sure to subscribe, bro. We've been doing some big things. We've been grinding like crazy. Uh, this is our third episode that we have done in the last two days. They've all been an hour plus. We got stuff we had coming. the NBA pre. Mm-hmm. What'd you say? We got stuff on the way. Got stuff got on the new, way. Look, and new watch equipment. our NBA. Watch our NBA preview. We dropped the hint in there. We'll just say that it's an NBA content. If you guys are fans of our NBA talk videos, like our Kobe, our DeMontis Sabonis, our Lonzo Ball, Caruso, all three of those videos, by the way, have hit over a thousand views. Woo-woo. One of them hit over 10K views. Just going to say that. <laughs> So this video has high hopes. We're hoping it does well. But regardless, bro, we love doing it. We had we had fun doing the video. Um, stay tuned for that, bro. We got a lot of stuff dropping. Like we said, NBA season starting this week. We're gonna still do our pickums. Um, we appreciate all the love we've been getting, bro. We've been grinding. We got some things in the work, like Max said in the beginning of the pod. But um, yeah, dude, we're excited. You said it well, one. <laughs> Anything tired, else on football? No, I'm tired, man. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. These podcasts <laughs> been getting my ass kicked lately, man. You gotta I'm step out. up, dog. You can't I'm be stepping up on like Tuesday. That. You know, let me just—I gotta rest up before Tuesday. <laughs> Can I get five minutes to just talk about how much I'm either gonna love Russ or hate Russ on Wednesday? Yeah, yeah. Jeez. I mean, in Laker fashion, they'll probably lose the opener, right? Oh, they... I can't remember they the last was... time the Lakers won an opener. Who they play the first year with AD for the opener? Clippers. They, Clippers. Oh, you know what? Yeah, and they lost. They lost. And then the championship year, we lost on Christmas, the Clippers. Right. <laughs> and the year before, we had – who was the first team we played with? LeBron. Portland. Portland. We lost that one. Right. Uh, who was it before And that? we probably lost our fucking openers with all those bad teams. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. So it's I didn't think minute. we were getting national TV openers back then. <laughs> no, we were. We were. I remember. Who was the I last think... year of who was the year before LeBron? Who did we play the opener? I want to say we play Portland too, and Daniel no, we... eyed us up for the no, win. No, 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 no. No, no. I think we did, but there was a year we played uh what team was Patrick Beverly on? He took Lonzo Ball Soul. Oh, Clippers. <laughs> yeah, was it the Clippers? Was... That was Lonzo's rookie year, and then we went to Phoenix the second game. Lonzo had like 38 points. Right. Right. I'll look it yeah. up real quick. I know there's people on It's people it's been like, a bad it's been bad openers for the for the Lakers. But we're excited for basketball, bro. I just did a basketball fantasy. I'm I'm kinda hype. I never played basketball fantasy uh fantasy sports, but I'm excited, it's weird. bro. It's just not as good as football, man. Yeah, it's not the weekly. But uh, shout out to JT to Don, uh, another content creator. Go ahead and go check them out. But he's the one that invited me to the league. Did you, did you on, find I it? it? I, I got it right here. Clippers again got our ass. Was that Lonzo's rookie year? Pretty that sure. Was. You want me to go? I can go back one more year. Yeah, go ahead. Got our, We beat the Rockets by six. Ooh, in 2017. Look at that up. was the first year of Luke Walton, I think. Mitch Kupchak was still there. Jeez. Bad times. Let's see. Who was the Lakers' leading scorer? 
Dilo with the cool tw- Jordan Clarkson at 25. Nah, dude, I think this is Brandon Ingram's rookie year. Jeez. Jeez, what an awful <laughs> Timothy Moskov. I'm pretty well. sure we lost the opener when Randall broke his leg, too. Yeah, that was against the Rockets, right? Yeah. Kobe, is that when Kobe called Dwight soft? Probably. All right, people. Kobe. Kobe. <laughs> All right. Well, we going in a lot of uh, basketball talk. Look, we appreciate you guys rocking with us. We love you guys. Uh, we'll see you guys Wednesday. Peace. All right. Check you guys there.